0: On the record with Gavin Riley. Brought to you by PWC.
1: On News Talk.
0: Now, you might not be aware that there is a system whereby politicians in one country, in fact politicians in many countries, uh, are often invited to go abroad and to supervise the conduct of elections in other countries, even if those are countries which are broadly considered to be Western, robust, reliable democracies. Senator Pauline O'Reilly was part of the Irish delegation that was in America this week to supervise the conduct of the US midterm elections, and Pauline's with us in studio. Um, a lot of people might think that well, they might think it after the scandals of recent years, but they might think that like Western mature democracies didn't need to have international supervisors so how does it come about that you end up being a supervisor in another western country supervising their democracy
1: Yeah I mean I, I, it would have come as a surprise to me as well up until up until the last few years I suppose in my involvement in politics um, and there were certainly some raised eyebrows within the states mm. um, what were we doing there didn't they have the best democracy in the world <laughs> um, You know, it feel <laughs> when
0: you, you possibly suggested them that it's not the best
1: democracy well, in the world Well I, I, I you know I said people come to Ireland as well to, to um, oversee our elections and I think it's a really important part of the process because um, it means that everybody's kind of playing on, this, on a level playing field. Mm. And at the end of it, we have a number of recommendations that we'll push before um, the state, mm. uh, and wh- wherever we are, the country, wherever we are. And um, so you can always learn things, you know, so e- e- even from the, the best uh, run elections, there are things that can be changed. Without
0: prejudging whatever it is that you and your other observers will, will put to them, what did you even see in your few days there? Was there anything that, that raised some concerns for you or that you think could be done better?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, we were there for uh, we were there um, for a good few days in advance of the election as well. And we do interrogate, you know, what's the kind of spending, uh, the kind of political advertising. And obviously the spending has no limit in the States. Mm. Um, so it's, it's a massive issue there and money pouring in from from others outside of the political system yes. in order to lobby essentially. So I think that what we'll find in the recommendations uh, in common with with previous recommendations from our organisation which is a, an organisation of 57 countries is that there's way too much money floating around in the states mm-hmm. But the argument there is it's unconstitutional yeah, to to, it, it, to stop that. It's a tricky
0: thing to to balance, isn't it? Because you might come at that with your sensibilities from other countries, but then they're gonna say, Well, you know, what do you know? Because well, it's our constitution and we'll run things however we like and they're not they're not likely to give too much credence to recommendations from the Likes, of, would they?
1: Well, um in in this particular in that particular instance they may not because they will say it's a constitutional issue and mm. they'll say it's related to the First Amendment and um, in other countries it does, it, they do change things on the basis of the recommendations because they want to be seen as being democratic and I think particularly in you know countries that would hope to come into the EU for instance they will make changes mm. on the basis of the recommendations and um, but actually you know overall on election day everybody was very professional everything was very calm in the polling stations which you may not see, you may not think um was the reality when you're looking at it on tv from yeah. from afar you'll think you know you you have a tendency to think of them as fairly frantic places mm. in the states and there was a little bit of that outside the polling stations because in contrast to here they can um they can canvass right outside the polling station pretty much okay uh, up, so basically w- w- while you're in,
0: in in the queue to get in that they can still try and canvass yeah. your votes. And, the, and they right give to that he- moment. and they give
1: you um they give you polling sample ballot papers filled in to show you what exactly they think that you should do. Um,
0: Having seen it all up front and having come away largely with a fairly positive view or with with very little to report and not a huge amount to to contest, how do you reconcile that then with the culture that's emerged there where people now are so sceptical about the conduct of elections and particularly about the integrity of postal voting and what that
1: means? Well I think that that's that's the other important point of course is that we do have the ability to to, um, say actually it is robust, mm. and that's an important point to be able to say. And we and we did say that in the press release directly afterwards that it did feel fairly robust. Now I have to say, I was surprised halfway through the day at some polling stations, and they were saying turnout's really high. It's fifteen percent at this stage. That's you know, high. Yeah. So by the end of the day, it you know I think I think turnout was about twenty-seven to thirty percent. And they would consider that high. Mm. And when you think of the amount of money that's being spent to try and get people to the polling stations, um, it just seems shockingly low and feels like, actually, mm. you know, is it a democratic country who is really making the rules and, uh, and who's, who's holding them to account?
0: Uh, when you came in and you were sitting there and I was asking you how long you'd been in Ireland for and you mentioned that you'd flown home, I think, on Thursday. And, and that, you know, from, from having watched American elections in the last couple of years, is striking in its own way because now so much of the election, the American election is not just what happens in the run-up to polling day but also the length of time that it takes to count the votes in some areas and you could make a good case that actually the bit that needs most scrutiny of the American process is actually how long it takes to conduct the count which is still ongoing in most places.
1: Yeah, I mean they have a system there where you fill out your ballot paper and you go up to a machine and you feed it into the machine and you can see the count on the machine yeah. of how many ballots are in so you can see it ticking up as the people are putting them in so I suppose that gives you some assurances it it doesn't um, sh- there's no tally system I suppose yeah. which we'd be very used to and I was saying it was in Hungary earlier this year as well for election observations and um, again close. A closed system the doors are closed unless there's somebody in there there's nobody observing it neutrally and so So it's not
0: like the Irish situation where like you've got Irish, people piled yeah. into the RDS exactly. there's, there's no one in the hall Exactly
1: yeah so really a lot okay. of the observation in these countries is over the process on the day um, and there are some things that, that you'll see I mean problems with polling stations maybe not opening on time people leaving the queue because the queue is too long those kind of things mm. are things that you might observe Um but they have done everything that they can to ensure that people can vote. Like you can drive up and everybody drives (laughs) to the polling stations there. Uh, You can drive up and park alongside the curb and call somebody out to come and collect your ballot. so, you know... it Which was, was raising <laughs> some
0: questions then about the integrity of the people who come out and pick up the ballot. Yeah. But it, I suppose maybe that's the, the cynicism or the questions raising that, that has a lot of people so fearful about American integrity now because they don't understand the, the tools that are there and then they presume that there are bad yeah. faith actors and, and, elsewhere and, in the and system. And to be
1: honest, I mean, we recorded how many people actually do that very very few and you have you've got to have a good reason. you can also have somebody go into the uh the ballot uh, the um polling station with you and help you fill out your form but again, you might be talking ten in a polling station in in a day, and that would be in you know latino neighborhoods where there'd be maybe not as much english speaking yeah um so, but it does allow greater, I suppose, yeah. ability to get involved in democracy, which which is important. Yeah.
0: If only people had the faith or, or understood exactly. that they were acting in good exactly, faith. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I just have to let you before you go because yeah. we're actually running out of time because our yeah, previous sure. lot ran, ran well, well over time. But in your your capacity as the chairperson of the Green Party, um, is there an, an understood or an agreed process by which uh, Nasa Harrigan and Patrick Costello can return? We were talking about. To that, about that with Patrick before the break and he, he wasn't totally sure as to what the process was going to be
1: yeah I mean my understanding is that, that they, it's, they apply and um, we're looking forward to having them back so I, I don't anticipate any, any problems from that point of view and I think last time I was on I also mm-hmm. said looking forward to having them back so they're valued members of the party
0: and, and as the chairperson of the Green Party, you have any concerns about the uh, coherence of the coalition on matters like CETA? If you have people like Patrick who are open critics of it, alongside ministers who want it passed.
1: Look, I, I think that um, I think the Patrick covered covered it quite well. Actually, when he said that you know when you're in coalition, um, there are a lot of things that the other parties have to vote for. That um, are core to to, to your values, yeah. and that are in the program for government, and likewise the reverse is true. And I think there's an acknowledgement there from everybody okay. that that's part of the system in which we live.
0: All right, uh, Senator Pauline O'Reilly, thanks very much for coming in to join us in thanks. studio to talk about your supervision of the American elections. Pauline O'Reilly, their chairperson of the Green Parliamentary Party.
1: On the record with Gavin Riley, Sunday morning at eleven. Brought to you by PwC. Great minds think unalike. Different skill sets, diverse opinions, it all adds up to the new equation on News Talk.